Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. And as always, we've got a lot of ground to cover on the fastest 60 minutes of radio as we try to help you slow things down just a little bit, divide the rage from the reason, elevate the conversation, connect the dots, and help you make the news make sense today. And as you've been listening here on KSL News Radio, uh, we have confirmed the passing of. Uh, radio host Rush Limbaugh, uh, a conservative voice uh, for the country uh, for many years and uh, revolutionized and re-energized uh, talk radio in so many ways. Uh, we'll be breaking that down uh, just a little bit as we go along. Whether you loved Rush Limbaugh or detested Rush Limbaugh, uh, you had to listen to Rush Limbaugh uh, to figure out what uh, he was saying and, and what was happening. So we'll break that down as we continue into the hour today. Also, some really special guests today. We've got uh, Kevin Cirilli. Uh, from Bloomberg TV, Bloomberg Radio. He is their chief Washington correspondent, uh, one of the great thinkers, uh, and does such a great job back there in D.C. in framing the issues of the day, looking at it uh, from a host of different angles. Uh, his show is one that uh, I enjoy going on uh, on a regular basis. I love the way he thinks uh, and the way he approaches uh the uh, issues of the day. So he's going to be joining us coming up here at 1120. So don't go anywhere. Make sure you've got the KSL News Radio app uh, activated and on, uh, powered by our friends at Any Hour Services, so you don't miss a thing today. We'll also have uh, Sid Dixon uh, will be joining us uh, today, uh, our uh, state superintendent, uh, for a really important discussion on uh, how we talk about things like race and how we can do that in a way that is uniting, not divisive. Uh, how we do that in the uh, in the classroom as well. So, so many uh, important things that we're going to hit as we go through the day. Uh, and also, today is Random Act of Kindness Day. And uh, I want you to weigh in. This is your chance to help us elevate the conversation. If you have had someone give you a random act of kindness or a kindness of any kind uh, that made a difference in your world, uh, chime in. Let us know. You can do that on the Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line at 57500. Again, 57500, have you been on the receiving end uh, of an act of kindness that made a difference for you? Chime in today. We want to share those as we go through the program and uh, especially in our last segment coming up at 1150 today. So as we mentioned, uh, passing of uh, legendary radio talk show host Rush Limbaugh, uh, passing away at the age of 70 uh, after his bout with lung cancer. And as we mentioned before, if you listen to uh, Dave and Debbie uh, earlier, uh, 
talking about uh, his impact, his influence on the world of talk radio, uh, his influence in uh, conservative circles, Republican politics. Uh, he had a voice, uh, and uh, he uh, spoke in a way that uh, you had to listen. And while many people will talk about uh, the divisive nature of some of uh, his programs and his takes, uh, whether it was on uh, Democrats or those uh, left uh, of center, uh, or if it was just slowing things down just a little bit, he did have a side where he could get to, hey, this is what matters. He had a, a really interesting sense of where the American people were. Uh, and that became very evident in the tens of millions who tuned in to listen to him every day uh, over the course of uh, over 20, almost 30 years uh, over the course of his career. Uh, and so we're going to go back to some of that. Uh, I want to share with you just a, uh, a little bit of Rush in his own words. This goes back to uh, 2009. This was at the uh, CPAC, uh, Conservative Political Action Conference, uh, which was in its early stages then. Uh, and he made some interesting conversation and some interesting points as it relates to what he believed as a conservative. Let me tell you who we conservatives are. We love people. When we look out, we see Americans. We see human beings. We don't see groups. We don't see victims. We don't see people we want to exploit. What we see, what we see is potential. We do not look out across the country and see the average American, the person that makes this country work, we do not see that person with contempt. We don't think that person doesn't have what it takes. We believe that person can be the best he or she wants to be if certain things are just removed from their path, like onerous taxes, regulations, and too much government. We want every American to be the best he or she chooses to be. We recognize, we recognize that we are all individuals. So again, that's uh, Rush Limbaugh. That was from back in 2009. Uh, Again, a a significant voice uh, in the country, particularly in uh, conservative circles, uh, as he spoke to what many people were feeling. Uh, I think if there was anyone who understood uh, the possibilities of 2016 and then candidate Donald Trump's uh, pursuit of the presidency, I think it was Rush Limbaugh uh, because he had seen what was coming. He had felt the frustration of uh, people who felt they were being left behind or ignored by both political parties and the, the elites on all sides. And he gave voice to that. And sometimes that's the most important thing. People will go through and say, well, you know, he was wrong about this or he was wrong about that. I think the most important thing uh, and probably his his biggest legacy was that he gave people who thought they had no voice a voice or that they could see, oh, there is someone else who is just as frustrated about this issue or that issue as I am. Uh, and I think that will be his uh, his legacy in the end. I thought it was interesting in this 2009 uh, clip that we just played. Uh, he, he talked about uh, the fact that as a conservative, he wanted to believe that people could achieve their best, be their best, uh, as long as you could get the, uh, the heavy thumb of uh, government off their backs and out of their pockets. Uh, he talked about taxes and regulation and too much government, uh, which is really interesting because we come to this point today Uh, And now in the midst of a pandemic, many are assessing, reassessing what is the proper role of government? 
how much government is too much, where should government be helpful uh, in this. And so that's covered everything from child tax credits to minimum wage conversations, family leave policy, uh, and a host of other things uh, that are coming down the, the path. I think the most controversial will be the, the minimum wage. Uh, President Joe Biden uh, raised that issue uh, in a town hall with CNN last night. No one should work 40 hours a week and live in poverty. No one should work 40 hours a week and live in poverty. But it's totally legitimate for small business owners to be concerned about how that changes. I do support a $15 minimum wage. I think there is equally as much, if not more, evidence to dictate that it would grow the economy and long run and medium run benefit small businesses as well as large businesses. Uh, so, again, that's uh, President Joe Biden last night uh, on CNN, town hall meeting, talking about the $15 minimum wage. We know that uh, Utah Senator Mitt Romney has uh, tag-teamed with Senator Tom Cotton, a very interesting pairing, uh, looking at uh, minimum wage, coupling that with immigration enforcement and reform. We also know Tim Scott from South Carolina. Senator is also uh, proposing a different angle on minimum wage. And so that's going to be a really interesting conversation, an important conversation. And uh, what is proper role of government uh, and where do you strike that balance? Uh, Really interesting. And we're going to continue to follow that and track that as all of these proposals start to work their way through Congress, start to work their way into the media and into our conversations uh, as we try to figure out what is uh, the right thing, what will be most helpful uh, what will enable us to move forward as a country that will keep the economy strong, strong uh, small businesses uh, so vital to that whole uh, conversation. And so we'll continue to break that down as we go today. All right, we're going to go ahead and step aside for a quick commercial break. As I mentioned, when we come back, Kevin Cirilli from Bloomberg TV will join us uh, talking about uh, President Trump, the passing of Rush Limbaugh, and what else is happening in our nation's capital. Stay with us. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside sources. Inside sources. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. And uh, if you're just joining us, uh, we've been noting the passing of Rush Limbaugh, uh, 70 years of age, uh, passed away from complications uh, to lung cancer. And, of course, he was a, uh, a force to be reckoned with, uh, and he had uh, detractors and a few enemies uh, and a lot of supporters who tuned in uh, regularly to listen to his take on the news of the day and, and not just the news of the day and not just the politics of the day. Sometimes it was uh, about the society of today and, and what uh, things are happening and, and going on there. Uh, and so we'll continue to uh, follow that. It was announced uh, by his wife uh, on his radio show this morning. Uh, she made the announcement uh, that Rush had uh, had passed away. And it was interesting to to note that uh, he had uh, sort of hinted 
uh, a little while back. Uh, I talked about the uh, medicines and the medications that he was on, the treatments he was receiving, and uh, and just how at some point uh, the effects of all of that take its toll. And uh, so interesting that that uh, was not too long ago that he made those comments, uh, and uh, that was uh, really fascinating. Uh, we're still just waiting to see if we can get uh, Kevin Cirilli, uh, our friend from Bloomberg uh, TV, Bloomberg Radio, their chief Washington correspondent, uh, to join us uh, here. We're just having a little complications on the technology there, so just waiting for him to dial in. But while we're waiting for Kevin, um, and as we continue to to look forward in terms of what is happening uh, in the world today, of course, uh, the snow here in uh, in Utah uh, made for an interesting uh, morning commute, and those drives continue to be treacherous. So make sure you stay tuned to KSL News Radio throughout the day uh, as our team continues to give you up to the minute uh, insight and looks into uh, where to avoid. And of course, the uh, big news for everyone is if you can't stay home, stay home, uh, stay off the roads. There are uh, still some real challenges uh, out there as well. Uh, so I want to go just uh, back for a minute while we've got a second uh, with Rush Limbaugh. Uh, because again, whether you loved his take or whether you hated his take, you had to listen to his take, uh, and that's a that's a really rare thing to to have someone that uh, his opponents had to tune in just as much as his supporters had to tune in, because he had something to say, uh, and in a day and age where we have a lot of political correctness, uh, where often people uh, have been afraid to say what they really feel. Uh, or what they really think about an issue, uh, Rush Limbaugh gave that group voice in a in a most unique way. Uh, in fact, I, I think uh, early on uh, in the 90s, as he began to rise in popularity, I think the phrase that was often used to describe Rush Limbaugh is, he's saying what I've been screaming at my TV, <laughs> or what I've been pounding on my dashboard as I listen to uh, to the radio. And so he gave voice to that. And I do think... Uh, again, whether you you agree with his politics or not, uh, just look at it from a communication standpoint. Uh, many people will talk about his unique voice. Uh, many people will talk about his charisma. Many people will talk about his confidence, even arrogance. But I would say that if you really want to understand the power of Rush Limbaugh, it was contained in his ability to listen to listen to what was going on in the country, to get a pulse of what people outside the coast were thinking and feeling and living. Uh, and that's a rare thing. Uh, we often criticize that uh, so many of our politicians today don't say anything that hasn't been consultant certified or poll tested and approved. And uh, that was not Rush Limbaugh. He had this sense and this ability to tap into what real hardworking families uh, were struggling with and dealing with. And if there was anyone who gave uh, an inkling as to the rise of Donald Trump as a presidential candidate, it was Rush Limbaugh. And he gave him space and said, look, the people are angry. The people are tired of the elites ignoring them or boxing them out, or climbing the ladder of success and pulling it up behind them. Uh, and Rush gave voice to that. And I think he saw that there was going to be this pendulum swing in American politics, that it would be a, a populist movement. And he spotted that and recognized that because 
he listened. It wasn't because of what he was saying during his radio program. It was what he was listening to when he wasn't on the air. And so to me, that's a, that is an interesting lesson that uh, I don't think many will talk about as it relates to Rush Limbaugh. Uh, they, they'll talk about his conservatism. They'll talk about his impact on the party. They'll talk about inflammatory statements and uh, all of those things. Uh, those will be the headlines and those will be the underpinnings of much of the coverage around the passing of, of Rush Limbaugh at age 70. Uh, but I, I would suggest that you look a little bit further because there are some very important lessons uh, from Limbaugh. Uh, lessons in communication, lessons in strategy, and above all, I think lessons in listening to the American people uh, that we all can uh, can take uh, and get a good look at. Uh, a couple of things that we're tracking and following today. Uh, of course, today is a Random Act of Kindness Day, and we want you to chime in. Uh, you can do that on our Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line at five seven five zero zero. And what I want you to uh, weigh in on today is a an act of kindness that you have been the recipient of that made a difference for you. Let's call some of those out as we go through the program today. Uh, always good to look for the good, to find it. Uh, it's everywhere out there. Uh, and I'm going to give a, a shout-out to uh, my neighbor, Dean, and uh, my wife and my son, Will, uh, for clearing our driveway today. Our driveway is long, steep, and not straight. It bends at the bottom with a fire hydrant waiting if you uh, don't get it plowed properly. And uh, with my uh, back being a little suboptimal this week, uh, they all jumped in and uh, took care of that for me this morning. That was a random act of kindness that uh, was greatly appreciated by me today for sure. And uh, I know there's many out there and there are many things that you've experienced. And so let's share those today, this random act of kindness day. Again, you can do that on our Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line, and we'll share those as we go through the program. We're going to go ahead and step aside for bottom of the hour news and a traffic update. Very important. When we come back, uh, Sid Dixon, Utah's state superintendent, and uh, Dr. Norman are going to join us as we talk about Black History Month, teaching race, and creating unity in our schools. Stay with us right here on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.